thought I was the Steelers and the Colts. You thought you were the Steelers, you were gonna be in the Colts. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Got another episode of Sports Time with my fantasy edition, as always, with my boy David Shorts. We're back again. Back again, same spot, coming off a loss. I uh, thought I was going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers this week, get the two and three, kind of turn my season around. And uh, it was looking good for a little bit, but turns out I'm more like the Indianapolis Colts and we're one and four. And tough loss. Tough schedule coming up, too, which is not pretty. Got to find a way to make a trade in there, you feel like. At this point, one and four, I did, you're... I did just make a trade. It wasn't a big one or anything, but I got Carson Wentz because I was down Russell Wilson. I was down a quarterback. So I got Carson Wentz. I traded Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, just to get some insurance. Derek Carr's got to buy in week eight. I, need, I needed a quarterback. There was something. no one left. I didn't want to bid on Geno. No, I don't want to bid on Geno either. No. I took a loss this week as well. We got six teams tied for three and two in my league. One team's five and oh. So I'm, I'm right in the thick of things still, but I lost Montgomery. I've lost Hilaire. Both go to the IR. I did strike gold and waiver and get Daryl uh, Darryl Williams. Nice. In the, I was uh, going to ask. Up, I so ask. I did strike gold there. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a tough week coming up, but let's get into what a heck of a week five we had and what else to start off besides the you, game we got. You have to, you have to start off with Lamar. <laughs> what a show. I we saw somewhere on Twitter, one dude was down, up 111 points going into that game and he had Mark Andrews, Lamar and Jonathan Taylor and he lost. I like always thought there was a certain point where you can't win, but I think after watching that game, like anything is possible 111 points and he was lamar jonathan taylor mark andrews you expect to win that oh Even that other guy that other guy's sick i might i would never play i would never play fantasy again it was tough oh. and i i benefited from it in another league because i have mark andrews but i stopped watching the game it was nasty first half yeah. ravens weren't doing much i'm like all right no comeback for me and i tuned back in with like five minutes left and wow lamar What's up? Yeah, Calais Campbell had a block uh, on a field goal that really turned the game around. Lamar carried the Ravens on his back like he's been doing all year. He's got more yards than, I think, half the NFL just by himself. So that guy's incredible right now. And uh, the other quarterback that's playing lights out is Justin Herbert. Yes, Justin Herbert has played a heck of a season so far. And first-year coach, you can't tell. Offense is in full rhythm. Mike Williams Williams looks to be consistent after four – up and down seasons, and like you said, that Chargers offense is firing all cylinders. I'm loving what I'm getting from Mike Williams and Hollywood Brown in the fantasy aspect. Two guys who you probably were able to get good value on are now looking like one receivers. Yeah, people people were very worried about Hollywood Brown. You know, he's just the big guy. Samuel Watkins. Deshaun Jackson. He just catches the deep ball or gets you nothing. But Hollywood Brown, true number one receiver. Uh, the Keenan Allen owner has got to be a little upset right now because you're not getting that Keenan Allen production that you drafted him for. And then on the flip side of that game, if you're a Odell Beckham owner, I don't know what you're doing anymore. They score 42 points and Odell had how many? Yeah, Odell definitely is the leader of the uh, weekly duds for week five, joined by every single kicker that partake uh, last week. And <laughs> Mason Crosby and Evan McPherson just did nobody wanted to win that game. That's terrible. I had Justin Tucker. They had 35 points. He had me two fantasy points. The the like it was just like four it was just not a good fantasy week for kickers at all. Um, and Allen Robinson, I know we talked about it last week. You asked me the tough question about benching him. I have an answer for you now. Yes, I am benching yeah. him. 
He is bitch. All right. Yeah. And every answer you gave me is yes. I'm starting all of them over Allen Robinson at this point. And it's not his fault. He's a fantastic receiver. That Bears they, team is absolutely like awful offensively. Times. Yeah. It was, yeah. They just, I mean, if you picked up Damian Williams and you thought, like, I'm going to get this, you know, 20 point game, he got you a touchdown. He had a lot of carries, but Khalil Herbert really, uh, you know, kind of tore into those carries. And he's one guy that I'd, I'd probably be looking to add this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely targeting a guy like Herbert, six-round pick, looking he has a chance to make a name for himself now with so much opportunity. But, man, it's hard to trust that Chicago Bear offense. It really is. Yeah. They're very tough. Kind of like the Houston Texans offense, you really can't figure it out. You want to go Ingram. You want to go D. Johnson, Phillip Lindsey. You thought Brandon Cooks was having a heck of a year. Back-to-back tough weeks for him. I mean, David Mills is the quarterback, but – you know. Yeah, so I was going to ask now that I think rumor is that Terod Taylor could be coming back sooner uh, rather than later. Do you go and target a guy like Brandon Cooks or do you just not touch that offense at all? Because they're pretty bad. They're they're a bad football team. It's a very bad football team. And you haven't really gotten concrete reports on when Tyrod is going to be able to come back, which is kind of up and down. Um if you're, if you're able to get good value from him, yeah, but I feel like Brandon Cook owners are still hanging in strong that he's going to have a bounce back week, and he probably still has a high asking price. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a guy. I'm not paying high value for him. Focal though. point of that offense, you know, so I agree. Depending on the, the offer you get, if you are a desperate receiver and you can afford to give up, you know, a flexor or a third or fourth running back, I'd do it. But other than that, I'd probably look at someone like a Chris Godwin, you know, Look at someone yeah. from the Cowboys offense. Uh, if you want to go try to get Amari Cooper or, or C.D. Lamb, I think it's just a matter of time before they start throwing the ball. And uh, I don't know. Rondell Moore is not a guy that I would go target, but the Cardinals offense is just so potent that every He's week. He's bound to have a few games. You, you know, and if you need a flex with buys coming up, could be a guy I'd look at just lightning in the bottle. But mm, other than that, you go look for a guy like Debo Samuel, who's just producing, producing, producing. He's on a bye this week. And I don't know the quarterback situation there, though. Debo's been absolutely fantastic. Before we move into a little bit more of the guys to target for next week, how about the game across the pond? Atlanta finally woke up and played, and Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Kyle Pitts the moment that everyone's been waiting for. And he put on an absolute show, gave those people a a show over there, man. I mean, absolutely fantastic. I was sitting there wondering, you can't take a tight end with the fourth pick of the draft. And then I finally saw it, and I'm like, okay, this isn't a tight end. But it kind of sucked that the game he did it, not only was it against the Jets, who credit to them, they played actually good defense this year. And not only was it in London, but they didn't have Calvin Ridley. So with Calvin Ridley there, we haven't seen Pitts do anything. Yeah, Calvin really owners another missed game by him, but that's a dud. He's been a, a, a dud. He, he hasn't been what you thought he would be with the absence of Julio. Hopefully, he Taking can turn around. But a receiver who I am going all in on right now after an unfortunate injury in Pittsburgh is Chase Claypool. Um, he, he looks to move into a spot where Deontay Johnson's getting the majority of the targets, but anything towards the end zone is going to be the Chase Claypool show and. Unfortunate for all Juju Smith-Schuster owners, but I think Claypool's a guy to target in a dynasty league for sure. Yeah, he's 23 years old, and what you saw against the Broncos, who are a good defense and have a good pass rush, not only did the Steelers' O-line play better than they have all year, 
But Claypool was not only used on those long bombs that Ben likes to throw. He was used in the middle. He was used in the short passing mm-hmm. game, which is what you're going to need if you're in a PPR league and you want to get targets and, and catches. You're not really banking on Claypool to be a five, six, seven catch guy. You know, no. you're thinking like three and a touchdown, you're fine. But if he can give you six, seven and then find the end zone, that's a wide receiver one. Yes, sir. And you just hope that the Pittsburgh offense can continue to figure it out and that old line can keep blocking like they did. But even James Washington could be a guy you're looking at the waivers. I know we mentioned uh, Daryl Williams, of course, and uh, Tony over there in uh, New York. But James Washington could be a far stretch if you're really reaching this week with a couple of buys coming up. He has an opportunity to have a big game after missing the last uh, week with an injury. Yeah, and if you're looking at that, the Steelers are off next week, so then they're playing the rest of the year. And James Washington is obviously that third receiver now, uh, probably in that Claypool spot. I know Ben loves to throw it deep to James Washington, so that's a guy I'd look at because when you look at Kadarius Toney, they got Shepard, they got Slayton coming back. I'm not yeah. sure where he fits into the offense. I think you have to keep him in that offense. Galladay goes down, so that actually opens the door for him, but that guy's dynamic. Yes, and like I said, with a mixture of bye weeks and injuries, there's going to be – Waivers are going to be very key this week as far as finding a way to win. Um, four, four teams on by. Four teams, you know, not the four greatest teams. You know, you're not really missing too much. But, I mean, a Cordell Patterson owner, he's been carrying you several been weeks. On him. Yeah. You've been banking on that from Cordell Patterson. You're going to miss him this week. Corey Davis has been extremely consistent for the New York Jets. Another uh, receiver that you're going to miss. And, obviously, AK to God. So, finally touching by weeks here in um, – in the football season and moving into week six, we got some games, man. We got some games and it kicks off tomorrow with your boy Thomas heading off against a up and down Philadelphia Eagles, honestly, defense and offense. Yeah. How many, how many touchdowns do we say Brady was going to throw last week? You said it, you said he would throw four. I debated bitching Tom Brady for Sam Darnold. I did not. I did bitch it for Jalen Hurts. Wasn't the greatest at first, but Hurst turned around and had some late late touchdowns to keep it close for me. But Thomas yeah, is I was surprised. Great. Tom definitely in the MVP category right now. I mean, he's maybe going to throw the most touchdowns in the NFL season, especially because they get that extra game, you know. So he's looked great. I think he has another big night. Eagles defense is not worried sus. about the thumb. No, it's it, it. My my thing with injuries is yeah, like yeah, if they're questionable, it's a little concerning. But if they're going to play, they can play. Yeah. I, I don't think a, a professional athlete, especially this early in the season, uh, would play or risk playing if they had a true injury or were really worried about injuring it again. Definitely. And the Eagles, not many things you're over there playing fantasy-wise. Bench Miles Sanders. But I bench think you are finally in the benching Miles Sanders. He is obviously co-captain of the Weekly Dubs right now. Again, a great player, great player. But, man, the Eagles offense has been really hit or miss and mostly miss besides Jalen Hurts running into the end zone. And Devonta Smith looked pretty good. You got to be encouraged, especially if you're in a dynasty league or a keeper league, of what he's been able to do in this offense. I don't know if Hurts is even going to be that quarterback next year right now. Uh, chill, we know chill, chill. Be the coach there next year. Chill, chill, uh, chill, chill. Chill, my man. Eagles Hurts. look lost. They look lost. They got a coach is gone. Hurts is staying. Sirianni's gone. Might not make it a whole season. <laughs> he's on, he's on <laughs> pace to be out by twelve. They did pull. They did pull out the win. And if you're Jalen Hurts uh, owner, you got to be very happy with how they they battle back. Any drive, you can get you a, a touchdown and go from 
six points and 20 points. So that's exciting. We are skipping back over the pond uh, this week, too, for a another lovely matchup with the Dolphins and the Jaguars. I hope they got chaperone supervision because Urban Meyer cannot be hanging around London acting a fool. He better understand this is a business oh, trip, my. Urban. All right. But I'm taking oh, this Miami my. defense. I'm taking this Miami defense in this game. I think the Jaguars are a really bad team. I'm on the Jags. They dominate London. And I don't know if That's it was true. this when they had Mercedes Lewis. Because Mercedes Lewis was actually like Sir Mercedes Lewis when he when he went over that bridge. <laughs> so we'll see if they can do it again. But the Jags dominate in London. So Miami just James got it. Robinson. Miami just got embarrassed as a as they, a solid defensive they've been team. Getting embarrassed. It's nothing like they have the good. Bill, the Bills beat them 35 nothing. They're gonna bounce back with a little chip on their shoulder. I think they're gonna be a fine play. I, I'm not I, talking I, about I, the I Dolphins winning games. They're Roger Kobe percent. I'm not talking about that. Fantasy-wise, they're a play I think you can hop all over. I don't trust the Jaguars offense. Still. The defense, yes. But offense, are you touching? Are you playing Gaskin? Are you playing Waddle? You got to uh, play Gaskin. Tua, Tua might might make the trip, might not. Tua might, might have might to make not. the trip because Jacoby's hurt. So someone better make the trip. Man, that's tough over there. Talking about tough, you got the Detroit Lions at home. Get Cincinnati Bengals. I guess the question they're gonna the question isn't are they gonna win? The question is are they gonna keep it close again for us so we can just keep being Absolutely. entertained? Absolutely. It's gonna be loud there. Joe Burrow can't really talk. Uh so they're gonna have to use some some silent cadences and stuff. I think they're gonna be in the game. They're gonna have a chance. They'll probably lose again. But this team's gonna get a win and this team's gonna fight and this team's gonna play every team hard. All right, don't start crying mean, on me, Dan. It doesn't mean the score. It doesn't mean the score is gonna be close, but they're gonna play every team hard because they right. want to get a win. All right, Dan Campbell, with your little moral victories, I'm saying you played Jamar Chase, you're playing Joe Burrow, and as far as the Lions go, DeAndre Swift has been amazing for you still. I mean, yep, you, you can't be mad with what he's Hawkinson's producing you. Been a little shaky. Yes, very shaky. And waiver wire shaky. alert: you might look at Brown. You might look at picking up St. Brown. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of people like I'm on Ross St. Brown right now. But uh, moving over to the next game, Chiefs at the Washington football team. I think this could be a whop. Could Just be a nasty a game. Beat down. We'll see if the football team's uh, D-line finally gets going. But you're playing all your Chiefs. I, can you risk playing uh, Miko Hardman? I know, I know you're going to play Darrell Williams. You're going to play Tyreek and Travis Kelsey. But can you play Miko Hardman in this game with a bad football team secondary? It, you'd have to be an owner who was really bit by the bye week this week. You had to have maybe had a Corey Davis and Calvin Ridley on your team, and you're in a position like, what am I going to do? Miko could break out for a bomb here. But That's what it is. You, I was wrong about my play. Josh Gordon prediction. He did have a catch for me. I'm okay. looking at Josh Gordon to build on that one catch. He could, he could, he could score a little touchdown against the football team. You never know. You got the Vikings and the Panthers next. Two good, two teams that have just been good and sometimes bad. Yeah, if McCaffrey plays, it's the Panthers, I think. But if if he doesn't play, the Vikings have played really good football. Their record is not indicative of how no. good they are. I think the defense is really good. Kirk Cousins is playing pretty well. Uh, Jefferson's looked awesome. Madison, Dalvin Cook doesn't really matter. So yeah, you're playing all your Vikings on offense for sure. Hundred percent. And looking at the Panthers, you're playing C Mac. You're still playing, You're playing DJ, DJ Moore, Moore and uh, that's that's really about where that show ends. So, Sam Donald's Sam Donald's streak ended last week of pure pure amazingness. Uh, yeah. He came back to reality, 
And against a tough Vikings defense, I think he'll stay in reality. Um, I agree. And not have another great game. Absolutely. The Texans going to the Colts. Got to be a pissed off Colts team, right? It has to be a nasty, awful loss that they're probably still hurt about. I know they say have a quick memory and let it go, but there's no way you're still not hurt about that game. That was heart-wrenching. And you go against a team which you can that you can beat the hell out of in the Houston Texans who've been struggling and a good defense for the coach. You hope that the coach comes in a such a dominance here. Yeah, non-fantasy related, but if you still thought Carson Wentz could be a franchise quarterback, he called heads in overtime. And everyone knows tails never fails. So, I mean, right Boom. there, it, it, it flipped to Lamar, and he goes, oh, it's over. We're getting the ball, it's over. He yeah. knew they were driving down. So, I got to think it's a big game from the Colts. Look at T, picking, T, picking up T.Y. Hilton. He's coming back. I think he's practicing this week. Could be a guy that's uh, a sneaky a sneaky ad. And uh, Yeah, I wouldn't say start the guy yet, but you're still no. starting Pittman. And you're still starting Taylor. And I hope you're not in a position where you need to start Hines right now. Yeah, he, he, hasn't, hasn't, shown it. he hasn't shown up, had one good week. So I would still personally just keep him on my bench. He's still a good player to hold on to. And watch out. They say Marlon Mack could be on the move with a couple of running back injuries. If he lands in the solid spot, Marlon Mack has proven to be a solid running back in the NFL. Yeah, they're, they're definitely uh, showcasing his abilities. So. If you are a guy that needed to play Naeem Hines, you got to be pretty mad that Marlon Mack's getting these drives. Like even as a Jonathan Taylor owner, I'm mad when I see Marlon Mack out there because they're just putting him in for a drive, trying to show teams that he can still play, still do it, and uh, try to trade him in the next couple of weeks. Rams and the Giants, talk about a blowout. This should be another one as well. I look for Matt Stafford to have a heck of a game. Yeah. Robert Woods showed up for us last week with about a time. gigantic game, and he should build on it this week against the Giants. Can we just can we just talk about their offensive game plan was all right, Robert, we're gonna get you the ball and we're gonna get you the ball every single play. Every time. Because it was unlike anything I've ever seen before. Another pre they won't admit that they listened to the podcast and heard us talking about it, but no, AJ Green hurt first and now Woods heard it and say, Hey, I need the ball, coach. Yeah. They're talking, they're talking talking shit. Tyler Higby is a guy that he's not involved in the offense as much as you like to see, but he's getting those touchdowns that are making him still startable. Yeah, he's a very – in a tight end position, like he, he's he's an option, you know, along with a guy like a Hunter Henry. You don't see the yeah. targets that you want, but the, the touchdown option every week is a high possibility. He's what I thought Robert Tanya was going to be this year. Yeah. Um, so congrats to Higby. Giants, you hate to see it. Saquon Barkley's down for a couple of weeks. You might as well go ahead and try Booker again. Booker has proven it's, to be a good tough. lead back when needed. Yeah, it's tough uh, running backs. And if you don't have any running backs, I'm sure you're bitten by the injury bug or you got to buy this week. So Booker's fine. He's a, he's a fine starter. Uh, the Rams defense is good, but they're not like Tampa Bay Bucks rushing good. You know, they're not New Orleans Saints rushing good. He's so still playable. I think you can still play him. You need Daniel Jones flex. to play, though. You need Daniel Jones to play because if Mike Glennon's in there, I think the Rams feast on that. I agree. I agree. Sliding into the game of the week. Let's one see if them. the Ravens can stay hot. I'm way more pumped about this game because I don't believe in the other game we got later today. We got the Chargers and the Ravens. Play everyone. Play everybody. This is going to be an all-play game. No one's off limits here. I, I think we're going to have a shootout. Um, the Chargers offense is that good. Austin Eckler has been looking 
very great. And Absolutely. despite the Ravens having a good defense, we saw what the coach just did to them. And no one thinks the coach has the coach had a fantastic offense. So I, I yeah, think the this one, is a good game. The one concern right now is the the, the Ravens running backs. I mean, yeah, we who, just saw Lamar throw for 400. It was supposed to be Latavius, and then we saw a lot of Devontae Freeman. Tyson Williams is back in the fold. So Le'Veon's back on the practice guys. squad. You don't know yeah, what's don't going on in Baltimore. Those guys, but you know, you got your big three of Lamar, Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews, and then the big four on the other side of Herbert, Eckler, Keenan Allen, and Mike Will. Hey, watch out for Jared Cook as well. He's definitely a tight end waiver wire look that you can have yes. another touchdown red option, red zone that falls in. With a guy, like I said, Hunter Henry, but Jared might get a little bit more targets. Yeah, he definitely could. Uh, however, there are less targets to probably go around in that Chargers offense than there are for uh, Hunter Henry in the Patriots offense. He definitely. does have to split time with Johnny Smith, and Jared Cook seems to be the number one option. But we've seen a, uh, you know, a bit of a surge from Donald Parham. Yes, we really have, and... Man, only tight end I'm liking more than Parham right now with the late surge is my man, my man Dawson, Darton Schultz. And Dawson Knox. I don't and Knox. Knox for the Buffalo Bills has been very good as well. Uh, Schultz and Knox have been two guys that you hopefully hit on in the draft or picked up early I got weeks, Knox in the waiver wire. You've been able to just play him every week and just feel confident. You do have Knox on a bye next week. A little tough, but, yeah. I mean, he's a guy that's kind of grown every year. I think we've seen a little bit like – Dawson Knox, big play, one, two touchdowns last year or something, two years ago, four or five. Yeah, you know, last I think he's, year. I think he's I think, here now. I think he's here. I think he's arrived. I think so he's here. Look out for uh, Dawson Knox this week. I'm on a football, but Packers at the Bears. Devontae Adams is so good. I'm so mad I didn't get him this year. A little NFC North football. I love to see it. Devontae Adams is unstoppable, and you should get ready to see uh, most of the same against the Bears. I don't see anything stopping him. Aaron Jones, questionable again. Has been questionable the last three weeks. You can still comfortably start Jones. A.J. Dillon, yeah, what you you got to say? I don't know if he's, he's, you know, flex-worthy yet. He hasn't shown that he's week in, week out, uh, especially because Aaron Jones is a little banged up. On that other side, though, I don't know who you can start from that Bears offense. You probably have to start someone, but. You got to start Damian Williams, but that's it. It's ugly. Um, moving into the four o'clock game, which David thinks is the game of the week for some reason. I don't know because I've seen nothing about the Cleveland Browns that impresses me as a team that deserves a game of the week notification. But they get the matchup at four o'clock against the Cardinals. And um, like I said, I, I think the Cardinals are going to do fine. And I think Kyler Murray is going to show Baker how to be a QB in this league, man. Baker's got to go. Yeah, two, uh, two Oklahoma guys. Uh, but I, I think it's the game of the week because you get to see – that Browns defense, Miles Garrett, go after Kyler Murray. And the 5-0 and Cardinals, who I don't know if they're 5-0, and if they deserve to be 5-0. and The Browns have played pretty good. They played the Chiefs and the uh, Chargers really tough. So I think the Browns at home get a win this week. But moving on, let's go. Let's talk Raiders-Broncos. Probably a boring game. Uh, boring game with a lot of television surrounded. New, <laughs> new coach moving into the game. Teams that have a coach fired for some reason come out always playing. Win. Always win. Always so, win. <laughs> I don't bet, but if I was a betting man, I am betting Monday that the Raiders win in Denver at the Mile High Stadium with a new coach. That's a hell of a win, but I see it happening. They might lose five in a row after that, but I think they also <laughs> win this game. 
You'll see Josh Jacobs have a heck of a game. Feel free to start Henry Ruggs. Like, I'm so serious. It's like recess. It's like when you, it's like the first day of a substitute teacher, and you just all goes. Everything's good to Ball go. Out. Ball yeah. out. You're at risk-free. The, the new coach can't tell you shit. He just got here. Shut up, intern. And you just have fun. You just go have fun for one week without Mino, John Gruden. And I see the Raiders having a good game. Denver? Javante Williams has been pretty consistent. Man, I'm liking what I'm getting from that guy. Yeah, I think I'm starting him and Sutton. Uh, Tim Patrick's honestly been really consistent. Uh, so I think that's a guy that you can He's start. He's a great floor. Wide receiver three or, or, or a flex. I have no problem with that if you are uh, wide receiver heavy. The Patriots and the Cowboys kick off next at 4 o'clock. Man, as away from fantasy, you love the Cowboys offensively. It's a great story. But fantasy-wise, you don't know what you, to play because they have so many options. I'm actually going to bench C.D. Lamb this week because I have Godwin, Claypool, and um, – Mike Will. Fuck no. Mike Williams, yes. I'm starting Claypool, Mike Williams, uh, and um, and Godwin. So I think C.D. has to go to the bench. I got Claypool against a Seattle Seahawks offense that is one of the worst in footballs, I mean defensively. I, I think CD has to get bitched just because I don't know if it's going to be an Amari Cooper night or Tony Pollard or Dalton or Ezekiel. Yeah. Or what? It's a good offense. I'm playing CD Lamb. You know, I got him, Godwin, and Claypool going uh, as well. I'm going to keep Sutton on the bench. I did just move uh, Michael Pittman, so I don't have to make that decision as well. Uh, but yeah, the, the Cowboys offense is good. The only guy you really want, though, is Dak. Zeke's look great, though. Got to give it to him. Yeah, I'm rolling with Dak and Zeke. Uh, picked up Tony Pollard on the waivers. He should be rostered in all leagues. Perfect Absolutely. handcuffed. Um, but, yeah, I'm kind of staying away from that. As far as the Patriots go, Damian Harris is love-hate, love-hate. I think he's going to be out this week with a rib injury. I'm not sure if you're going to start any of his backups, though. No. Jacoby Myers is the guy you want for the Patriots. Targets are sky he high, and he's been consistent. The guy hates the end zone. Reminds me of Dwayne Bowe. The guy refuses to score, but he's a PPR angel. I think he's going to get one this week at home. They didn't want to get him one last week on the road, so they got to get him one at home this week. And uh, you got to think, just from what we've seen so far, Mac Jones gives Trayvon Diggs another another pick. Dude, Trey got to get another pick, right? Like he has to. If they throw at him. I think oh, – th- Oh, Mac's going to throw. That's the thing about a rookie. The rookie is going to test it. Yeah. The rookie's going to test it. I we'll see, see Trayvon grabbing one. The DB. Sunday night game. Um – no Russell Wilson, so this isn't the game that they thought it would be when they scheduled it for Sunday night. Damn, Man, the Steelers – No, this is perfect because the Steelers need to win. So this is actually perfect timing. Uh, I'm looking for us to pull it off. Offensively, like I said, I think you still have a great chance of staying hot offensively. Najee Harris is a go. Claypool's a go. Johnson's a go. I'm not starting Big Ben still, though. Yeah. Two QB, you might have to, but no, I'm not touching Big Ben. I, I might touch the defense, though. With Geno Smith, uh, you got to be worried if you own DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett because you just don't know what you're going to get. You don't know. You you hope that Geno's panicked enough where he just lives on Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, but you also really don't know the rushing attack. They're you injured right Chris now. Carson. Chris Carson is questionable. Penay, Rashad Penny might come back. Alex Collins had a good game. You really just don't know what you're going to get from Seattle this week. I'd proceed with caution. Yeah, if if you're at uh, a luxury of 
like we were talking about with CeeDee Lamb, if you can bench Tyler Lockett for better options, it's not a crazy move. You not know? at all. I'd probably keep DK just because he's such a good athlete and such a good red zone threat. And what we saw from Geno in that Thursday night game is that he does like to throw to DK. But got to be got to be scared if you're playing any of those guys. Yeah, Lockett lost his best friend. And Monday night, the Bills and the Titans, a nice AFC matchup. These two teams always have a heck of a game together. Offensively for the Buffalo Bills, you're starting the usual. I don't see anything on the Titans that's making me uh, stray away. No, I mean, it's tough rolling A.J. Brown out there every week. Uh, Julio's probably coming back after missing two games. Uh, Tannehill's been been pretty bad. He's been uh, Tannehill. He's been Ryan Tannehill. You guys forgot he was Ryan yeah. Tannehill because he had one good year, and you all forgot about one and how a half. he was. One and a half. You forgot he was Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, no, the missing Arthur Smith, I think, hurts a lot. <laughs> uh, it's not the same offense. So, At all. It is bad. Babel's a defensive-minded guy, and it looks like the Derrick Henry show. They're going eight to nine. Most teams are packing eight to nine in the box right now in D. Henry. The best running backs ever can't beat that type of coverage. They're going to have to find a way to score offensively with the receivers, and with no Julio and no A.J. Brown consistently, you're, you're really missing a guy like Corey Davis that can stretch the field right now. Yeah, and uh... – Shockingly Trey White's going to have his time with A.J. or Julio. Good Bills defense. I'm worried for the Titans. I, I got a weird feeling that, like you said, it's going to be a high-scoring game. So I'm starting Emmanuel Sanders. You're still starting Stevon Diggs, Dawson Knox. The running back room's a little shaky there in Buffalo, though. You don't know Zach Moss, Devin Singletary. It's whoever gets hot, really. And it could be yeah. either one. Like I said, you love it if you're a part of Bills Mafia because you guys have this two-headed monster. But yeah. It's driving fantasy owners absolute crazy. I don't know what you're going to do. I'd probably roll with Moss right now just based off the catching ability. Yeah, the receiving. I always, if it's tight between two RBs, and, I try to lean towards the PPR. Goal line. Moss has been getting that. And Moss yeah. is the goal line guy. So I'd probably lean that way, but it's definitely tough to figure out. You really can't go wrong. They both have a decent floor right now. Are you ready to jump on the Bills bandwagon with me? Because I do think they're the best team in the AFC. The bus is taking off. I'm not hopping on the bandwagon yet. I'm rolling with Mr. 500 million when it all comes down to it. Cleats of the week. Got to go to the David new. Got to go to the new receiver leader. DeAndre Hopkins had the all black cleats on. And he said, what? Shout out to every quarterback, especially the bad ones, especially the Brandon Whedon's. Most catches before the age of 30. Uh, Nuke is one of the best receivers we've ever seen. We saw that Hail Mary he caught last year, the Hail Murray, I'm sorry, that he caught last year. And that just kind of cemented him as like, oh, yeah, if you didn't think I was still one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver in the league. Yeah. I'm here. And you are you kind of saw it a little bit last week, but if he just gets going like he, we saw in Houston, him and Devontae Adams, best two receivers in the league. And he's sub-32, which is the scary part. You feel like DeAndre was in Houston for, like, 10-plus seasons, like AJ was in Cincinnati. Like, DeAndre Hopkins has so much so much left. Man, week six is going to be a hell of a week, man. Can't wait to get back to it. You got to get off the snide. You can't come back to the show one and five, Coach. I, I, I agree. I might not show up next week. I'm one and five? <laughs> oh, man. Come on. I'm you got to get it done. I'm I'm t- I'm just a couple of wins away, like baseball. When the right team gets hot at the right time, anything can happen, and that's what I'm waiting for. We sh- we got 150 this week. 
we're gonna we're gonna build on that and get more points and and get, and get it done. It's not happening, man. We can't wait for week six, y'all. Get y'all lined up, so right. We're gonna have a hell of a week. Talking sports, talking. I'm thinking ready to play energy to fuse with Boston. Now that Kobe retired, I'm thinking.